three, two, one. All right, I gotta hit recording that camera. Let's go. All right, guys, what's up? Welcome to the Freedom Podcast. Those of you guys who are watching on YouTube or Instagram, IGTV, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode dos, Spanish for two. So we're on episode two of the podcast, and uh, episode one got so much love, man, Gerald. It, it, people really enjoyed the podcast, so we're back again for episode two. I am joined by uh, another guest you can see on video. So again, I'm Junior. And Billy. So if you can tell the resemblance, this is my bro, my younger brother, Bill. And so he's gonna, he's here and uh, he's going to share a story with you or his story with you. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, just, I guess, our physical journey, you know, because these two men here uh, had things physically um, happen to them that could have taken, taken them out easily. But um, their story of redemption and hope and recovery and thriving and living hopefully will give inspiration to you we're going to talk a little bit about their journey and uh, if you can relate and um, it's going to be awesome and then we're going to listen to a little bit of Kanye West's new album I mean controversial yay but you know he said he found Jesus and so we're going to listen to some of that and then like we do every time just kind of shotgun and see where it goes so anyway let's get into it um Gerald, how you been, Gerald? You been good? Yeah. Yeah. The last time we talked on the podcast, it was, uh, it, it was, you know, it was basic stuff, but people really found your, uh, I guess, your, your words of encouragement in regards to, like, if it's God's plan, and it's exactly what you need, not what you want, but what you need, right? And that was the quote, that was the quotable, man. You still believe that? Yeah, every day. Amen. And so we're going to pick your brain a little bit because you've been through some stuff. And um, my brother Bill over here, what's up, man? <laughs> He's kind of nervous. nervous. He's kind of nervous, <laughs> but that's okay. It's all good. So if you're watching and and leave a comment below saying, good job, Billy, you know, because he's good. You know, it's his first time uh, doing this kind of stuff and we're just having fun. But, uh, you know, we're family. We grew up together. A lot of family stories and um I don't know. What do you remember most from our childhood growing up, man? What do you remember most from, like, anything you remember from us growing up? Like, I remember we used to play volleyball at the church across the True. Street. Yeah, yeah. We used to yeah. play with uh, the First Southern Baptist Church Volleyball League. Yeah. That was good. Uh, who's your football team? The Bears. The Bears, right? How are they doing this season? We need a new quarterback. But <laughs> 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 Tampa Bay, the Redskins. So we all got... This table, this panel is—it's is, terrible. It's very terrible. Our football choices, but hey, we're fans, so it doesn't matter. And so, my brother Bill, uh, Billy's been through a lot too. Um, he has a testimony, um, a lot. We could go a, a lot into his story, but we brought him here because he has a story of a physical situation he's in. But you probably might not even tell once he tells you what he's going through and what he's come out of and what he's. Uh, walking by faith through and, and, and even making lifestyle choices. So he's here because they both have a similar stories, different different uh, situations, but similar uh, stories on how to overcome um, physical, uh, I would I hate to call them disabilities. I call them hindrances or physical uh, 
situations where, like I said, it, it could easily kind of ground people and make them not want to function anymore. And I'm sure you guys have been there, you know, in your, in your time. And my, my question to you is how you guys got back out of the situation. So maybe we'll start with you, Gerald, real quick, and then we'll move on to, to my brother over here. But um, when it comes to your physical um, situation back in the day, what exactly was that that, that you had to go through physically? I went through six surgeries, four on my right foot and one on each hip. And it can be a tough thing on the mind, but Mm. I had to let God really guide me because it can take you to a dark place. Yeah. All in all, once I let God start, you know, directing me, then it was him that started to pull me out of it. Yeah. So you had six surgeries on your hip? I have six surgeries total. Oh, six total. Yeah, four on my right foot and one on each hip. And that was due to? Um, I had a broken bone in my right foot, Mm. but I had some things that after that, my foot never, like, recovered the same. So it ended up being I had multiple issues wrong with the right foot. And then it caused my right hip to start having issues and my left hip started compensating for my right hip. Wow. But that was from an injury in the military. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more about that for sure. Bill, what was your, what's your situation? What, what, what's the physical thing you're dealing with right now? Right now is probably memory. Yeah. Yeah. Due to my MS. MS. So you were diagnosed in what year? I'm diagnosed in 2010. 2010. So nine years ago. Yeah. And so when you were diagnosed with MS, did you know a lot about it? No idea. Me neither. I had no, I mean, who knows? I mean, unless you go through it, then you do a lot of research, yeah? yeah? And so like Brother Gerald, you know, in your mind, what was the initial reaction when you found out that you had MS? Um, kind of shocked. Yeah. yeah. You didn't expect it, right? Yeah. And then did you, was there like an immediate, I, I guess not depression, but like, how'd you feel? Well, at first they thought I had a stroke, so they oh. did all kinds of tests and that's how they found out. So they did tests on like, like, like MRI and a oh, lumbar okay. puncture, the spinal tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So they did a bunch of tests on you and they f- diagnosed you with MS. Yeah. Wow. So if you guys don't know what MS is, I suggest you guys go go and research it because it, it, I guess it has a spectrum. You know, some people have. It. It's to do with the central nervous system and your mm. brain. And okay. Your, your nerves. And so it's the function yeah. of it. Like you feel like you have no control over it? Well, my, the central nervous is attacking my nerves, my, mm. and it's damaging the nerves. Wow. And so I remember when you said you found out and mom told us that you found out you had MS. Like, you was almost paralyzed, right? Like, you couldn't move or something. Yeah, the first year was hard. Yeah. I couldn't even walk. For the first symptom, my right hand couldn't work. Like, I couldn't write my couldn't write with the pen. Wow. Yeah, I was in the, in the office trying to sign my name. And I was, like, kind of scratching, like, mm. tripping out. Like, but your mind wanted to write. Yeah. But, but my, your body my, couldn't. My hand couldn't do it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how, I mean, I don't have no idea how that would feel, right? Like if you, you want to do something and then 
you physically. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. And so when you guys both think about, you know, you being diagnosed with something that you had no clue what it was, you going through something traumatic that caused injury and, you know, maybe took away a bit of your mobility and maybe even your, your confidence. I don't know what it was, but um, how was it like going through the stuff that you went through when you were physically kind of disabled or, or kind of out, you know? Well, at first, um, it wasn't that bad when I hurt my foot. Yeah. But then after that, um, we went to a, my last training exercise when I was in the military. Mm. And then I get into a helicopter hard landing. And then I injure my back during that. Mm. So then it's like that compounds it even worse because now I have a back and a shoulder injury. Yeah. And they're telling me, oh, no, there's nothing really wrong. There's nothing really wrong. And then. Who's there? The military. Uh, the military, you know. And then after that. And that's not a bad rap on the military. Right, you know, right. We're I not trying to talk it, bad about military know, at all. Yeah, for like sure. that way, you know, but it was like. I found out later on yeah. that I got bad disc in my back yeah. and stuff. And it's affecting my hips as right. well. So, you know, everything's connected. Right. I so, mean, it's, it's, it's everything kind of compounds if you yeah. compensate or. And so or next you. thing you know, you know, I have now we have just a snowball effect. Right. You know, and that's on top of everything. And then, you, you know, you're finding out by the time they try to fix one thing then it's something else just leading to something else, just leading to something else. And yeah. it's just getting worse and worse. And before you know it, it turns from physical injury to now you're mentally really mm. messed up. And you're, yeah. you start beating yourself up. And really, you know, this isn't your fault, but yeah. your mind starts playing some weird games with you. You feel the same way, Bill? Like mentally, like physically, I mean, there's things you couldn't do. But then eventually got to your mental, your mental state, your emotional state. Yeah, the mental, my brain is kind of, I feel it's kind of messed up mm. by the MS. Well, it's part of the lesions, right? It's part of, yeah, the, it, it affects your brain, right? Yeah. Words, hard, words come hard to me, like, mm. hard, hard to say stuff. Yeah. But you're doing, I mean, he's doing good now, you know what I'm saying? He's, yeah. He's articulate so far, you know? He's not making a... I, I like I, it. Yeah, I tell him yeah. Um, all the time, and especially when me and him first started doing work here. Yeah, because you guys served together here at the church. They helped yeah. set up and clean yeah. the, the facilities, so shout out to them. When he told me about it, I was just looking at him like, you're a walking miracle because... There you go. Yep. Everybody that I've ever met yeah. with MS... When he told me he had MS, right. I just had to look at him and was like, that would be the last thing yeah, for that sure. I would have ever thought right. that you could have told me you had because I've seen people with MS right. and he's telling me all the things that he does and how he's moving and stuff. And I'm just like, you sure you got MS? You know, yeah. not to be funny, but I'm right. just like, you're just you not sure? in belief. You're not in belief. Because I'm sure. watching him. Yeah, you know, and he's moving around, you know, better than I am, and I'm like, bro, that's the last thing I would have ever yeah. thought. And this is not being funny. This is just truthful. It's, it's like your impression of somebody, right? Because yeah. the impression that you have for yourself, Bill, you know, Billy, the impression you have of yourself, I think, is because you're in your head. But what does it do for you when you believe like you don't speak very well or memory is hard? Like, 
Where did it take you? Did it take you to in a, in a junk place mentally? Makes me feel embarrassing. Yeah. When words don't come like right away when yeah. I want to say something. I know what I want to say, but my, my brain is like, mm. doesn't come out the way I want it to. Right. But when you kind of embarrassing. But when you when you're going to that like MS, knowing as you were going to the meetings and finding out more about it, um, what was the treatment like? I mean, how did you find yourself getting treatment for for MS and and? Well, when I first got diagnosed, it I first got put on this injections, mm. and it was doing good. Then I went to this other injections. Yeah. So right now I'm on a, on the Avonex. Avonex, okay. Once a week, and now it's like a you gotta poke yourself with a yeah. needle, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that, but that's just part of everything that, that goes on. So, I mean, so you guys are getting tr- you got treatment. I want to get to right the good, yeah, you got treatment right away. Um, but like with Gerald, did it, did it, you know, mentally, did it break you down? I mean, to know, did you feel like afraid for your life? Do you feel like you're gonna die? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you feel emotionally like, oh, this is it already? Um. Okay, awesome, man. So, I mean, if you guys are out there, there's a spectrum of reactions, right? There's people yeah. that sometimes think, oh, this is it, man, or my yeah, life is yeah. done. But, you know, you had at least awareness to say, like, it's not done yet. Right. Yeah, you had to fight. So, I mean, that's a message for all of you guys who are listening, who are watching on, on YouTube. I mean, as long as you have breath in your body, man, keep on fighting. It may not be easy. I mean, I'm not speaking from, like you said, a place of, like, arrogance or life is easy but at the same time we all got to go through our stuff you know and if we can just take one step forward every day and hook up with the right people you know hook up with the right people that can encourage you and and um and share uh share common stories or make you laugh whatever it is and so i mean so both of you have gone through something physical that again the spectrum of emotions mentally physically and um I want to talk about the good stuff now, you know? I want to transition to, like, you know, where you guys are at now because I've seen you for many years not knowing what's going on inside of you, how you dealt with all that stuff. And I've seen you, you know, come back to church. I I remember my mom told me she was super, like, sad and scared for you. But then watching you transform your body and your mind into, like, something that I'm like, dude, he's the only guy in our family that, we're going to talk about it later, but the only guy, he's in our family, he can say, to my knowledge only, he, has, he can claim that he's done this, the only one in our family has done this. And to me, that's cool, bro. Like in your family, out of maybe, you know, hundreds of people that I know, I'm like, dude, who would ever thought that you would have done that? So we're going to get to what that is because it's impressive and um, it may give you inspiration. And he has a story that, um, that is, is amazing. But, um, for you, Gerald, what was the turnaround? What was your way back out of your mental funk or your emotional valley? How, how'd you get back out? Well, a big part of it, God started talking to me about it's not going to change until you get off your butt. Mm. You know, he's like, you know, if, if it wasn't nothing meant for you to be doing, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where the more I tried to, dig a hole in my brain the more guy kept like filling the hole so it was <laughs> right, like I, right. I could only hit rock bottom so far right because it was like god was like you know no you're not mm. gonna i'm not gonna let you hit 
yeah. rock bottom like yeah. you want to and stuff. So it's like, I'm trying to dig the hole. Like, I was like, no, no, no. So it was like, <laughs> don't, okay. Don't go there. Yeah, yeah it was like, there. all right. You know, because I find out later on, you know, I have really bad PTSD and anxiety and depression and stuff. Mm. And he was like, oh, no, don't worry about that. I'm, I'm going to we're going to get you through this and stuff. So no matter how bad, you know, I thought it was getting, he would, you know, send people or, you know, he would, you know, um, start speaking to me and I I would have to just acknowledge it at some point. Yeah. And like I told you on the last podcast, a big part of that was he sent my wife Mm. and stuff. And my wife has been a really big part of that and everything. So but you was coming to church, yeah, going through all all your physical you know ailments. You were still mm-hmm. coming to church. I remember you sitting in the back of the church on that comfortable chair, couch, and all that. Yeah, because that foot, boy, <laughs> that foot, and then I didn't want nobody hitting that foot. Right, you know what I right, mean? Right, and um, a big part of that is I don't. She goes to church here still. Yeah, and I don't know her name. Okay, what does she look stuff. like? Um, I know. Her and her husband drive, I think it's a silver Toyota Camry. Okay. And they always park in the front. I know she's, <laughs> a, I, I don't know her name. I've yeah. never gotten her name. Okay, so what was up with them? Um, One day, I was trying to sit in the back, but someone took the couch. Like, seriously, there's a bunch of people on the couch, right? right? right. I'm not joking you either. The couch is full. Yeah, it was full. But yeah. um, I had to sit. Right. Um up in, you know, the regular area. And where I was trying to sit, somebody had taken, mm. and it was like the Holy Spirit was like, you need to sit there. And I was trying to avoid sitting behind this woman. Yeah. Right. And I ended up having to sit behind her. And I was getting this weird feeling. Mm. And I didn't know what it was and stuff. I was just sitting there, and I was just, something was just like kind of weirding me out. Yeah. And at the end of service, she turns around. And I had never met this woman yeah, before. You pop your headphones off if you got them. And you can take up, put them in the front if you can lean back. She just turns around and she goes, the Holy Spirit said I need to pray for your feet. Mm. I looked at her. And in my brain, I was like, who are you? <laughs> you know, like, but she. <laughs> what she, you know about yeah, me. Well, yeah. And she you was know. just like, Holy Spirit said I need to pray for your feet. Wow. And I was, and she goes, you have one foot that's worse than the other. Is her name Sharon? Um, it, it could be. She's a... Husband's Japanese, too? It might be. Yeah. But I know that she parks out front. She walks with a limp herself mm. and stuff. Okay. Um, if I see her... Yeah, I yeah, let me know. Let me know who that is. Yeah, um, for sure. That's somebody I would like to... You know. But no joke. And this was why we were at the other spot. Right. At, in at Barbara's Point. Yeah, yeah. She goes, Holy Spirit said I need to pray for your feet. Wow. And I'm looking at her That's like... Crazy. And I wanted to run like everything in me because it kind of like right. yeah, exactly. me out. Yeah, that's and not something normal. That's when I got real serious mm. about I need to give the Lord my time for real. Yeah. That and moment. At that moment. Wow. She was like, I need to pray for your feet. The Holy Spirit is telling me I need to pray for your feet. She like, goes, one of your feet is worse than the other. She goes, and no one told her that. And no one. Never. You didn't even her, know her. Didn't talk to her before. Wow. She said, one of your feet is worse than the other. And she put, her, she put her hands on my right foot. And she's like, Holy Spirit is telling me to tell you whatever you're going through. And that, at that time, I was battling mm. with the VA really bad. Mm-hmm. She's like, you just need to relax and give it to God. Wow. She's like, this whole thing that you're going through, it's going to be all right. 
And then I believe his name is John, the guy who always wears the jet jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Watanabe. She called him over. That must be Sharon. It gotta it be Sharon. Probably is, but she does stuff like that. <laughs> yep. And that was it. And She's that's been when known. I yeah. and my whole everything, my countenance really like changed because no joke, after that, yeah, things started to fall in line. Start falling in line. Wow. Seriously. That that is supernatural for sure, and I, I I mean I don't doubt that at one second Sharon, uh, if you're watching this or if you get wind of if you know who Sharon is in our church she is unreal she hears from God and the Holy Spirit like somebody you know that just is in tune with that and she does stuff like that so and I, I mean, never met I never met her right I never spoke to her she just know nothing she turns around at the end of service and just hey don't go nowhere Holy Spirit said I need to pray for your feet amen. That's what he does, for sure. So that was your turning point. What about you, Billy? What was your turning point? I mean, physically. Excuse me right quick. No. And she never see, I used to leave service early. So she never saw yeah. me, like, limping with the boot on that I had to wear on those previous right. surgeries. Right, she had no so clue. So she never saw me because she was always, there was no was in sign. Front of me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would, you know, slide in and then I would limp out. You'd you know, out, Yeah. I believe it, man. And, and if you guys are hearing this and you guys you know, aren't Christians or you're thinking, that's weird, it's supernatural. It's, it's what God does. He, he has these appointments for you that you have no clue where they come from. But, you know, like what it did for Gerald, it kind of, yep. it kind of shocked them from like, oh, no one knew what, was out, what I was, especially her. And let alone, she never seen me limp or get out of here at all. So, it, it, you know, when God does things like that, you just pay attention and take notice to that. She told me, you got some more stuff to go through yeah. with, the, with your foot. But he wants you to know everything is going to be all right. And that was before that big surgery I had. She said, you got some more sur- stuff to go through. Yeah. But it's going to be all right. Wow. That's awesome. Um, Similar story. When yeah. Remember the Bible study? Which one? When we had the Bible series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I injured yeah. my foot in May. And oh. I, that's when I was out for like 13 weeks. Yeah, yeah. And the one day, Andrew, you know Andrew? Yeah, yeah, Andrew Brunkin. Yeah, he, yeah. he wanted to pray for my foot because I was telling him mm. I was out. I couldn't run because I had plantar fasciitis. Okay. So then he prayed for my foot. Yeah. And then the next day, I was healed. What? Dude, no yeah. way. Yeah, I was healed. What? <laughs> Dude, that is... That is awesome. Did you tell Andrew that? Yeah, I did. Bro, Andrew is awesome. He's another young man in our church, high schooler, but that dude, you know, hears from God and he's full of faith for sure. So your foot was healed in one, yeah. one day. Yeah. Yep. Bro, that is awesome. I mean, God does these things, man, and it's, it's not uncommon. And I pray for more of those things to happen, not because, you know, we're trying to look for signs and wonders, but because it builds our faith, you know, it builds the faith yep. of other people that maybe haven't experienced that like how you guys have. And so... Um, Christians out there, if you get a word from God, man, just be bold and tell somebody. And, and you never know, man, it could lead to one of these testimonies here. Um, but getting back to your story about the turnaround, you know, because do you remember when it turned around for you, when you decided to eat differently or exercise? I mean, what was the turnaround for um, you? Probably in 2013. Yeah. I just decided to this exercise to help. It helps my my brain, right, mm-hmm. and my thinking. Mm-hmm. So I just started getting into exercising, and from there, I just 
took off. How'd you start? Like, what'd you do? What kind of exercises did you I do? I started um, doing, like, push-ups in my room and jogging in place. Okay. And then one day, I think it was, like, 2018, mm. Leo was asking me if I wanted to join him with the marathon. <laughs> So I thought, sure. <laughs> so I signed up. This guy. <laughs> so I signed up and. For the marathon. Yeah. Just because Leo said you want to join me yeah, for a marathon. And I, I wasn't thinking anything like 26.2 miles. <laughs> <laughs> so Wait a minute. What do you think it was? Just a run? Yeah. Like around the block? Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was wondering that. Did yeah, you yeah. know it was that far? So, but that was a blessing in disguise, though. Why? Because it made me get my interest into running now, and ah. it's helping me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you said yes to running a marathon. Paid it and all. But <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing to say yes, right? And you can back out because you don't have nope. money involved in right. it. But then you put money in it. Yeah. But you didn't even, but when you paid for it, you still didn't know it was 26 no. <laughs> No one told you. No one told me. No one told God. See, so God. He works in mysterious ways. God right? can, you know, reveal everything, but he also masquerades something to shield you from it. Because if you knew it was 26 in the beginning, I would you have done I it? I would have not done it. I wouldn't have not done it. Yeah. I, yeah. I know I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I have point. never done it. You so can that's have what I'm the saying. Money. I'm not doing it. So, so that, you started to run because. So I started training. You started training. For that whole year, 2018. And. Learning about it. So you did your research. Yeah. It's like, what did you learn about running? How to increase your mileage and how to eat and your pace. Okay. Yeah. So it really is like a a, a science then. Yeah, right. Yeah. You joined the running club at that time? Yeah, I joined the running club in July of 2018. That was before the marathon? Yeah. And it's a couple of, what is it called? Alani Kai Juice. Alani Kai Juice Running Club? All right, so if you guys see, we'll tag you somewhere, Lanikai Juice Run Club. And you guys featured, they featured you in an article. Yeah, one of the, the directors. Yeah. And, um, but for you running, what did it, like, what did it do for you physically when you started running, exercising, and doing all that stuff? Like, what did it, like you're saying it, it helped your brain, but what else did it do for you? It clears my mind when I'm running. Like, mm. It makes me feel good after. Yeah. To me, it's amazing, man. Like, I, I don't run. My legs are not that good either. I have my own surgery story when I was born. I had a club foot. But, you know, it's nothing like you guys. But, I mean, to sign up for a marathon, you have no clue how long it is. And then find out it's 26.2 miles. And then knowing at that time when you were physically going through your situation, did you feel that that any time that MS would have gotten in the way of you running? Um, No. No? But you knew that with with training and all that, it would help you at least stay healthy or be in a better place mentally, right. emotionally. See, that's strong faith, though. That is. To run 26 point something miles and had a kind of faith that God got you for that, that longer distance yeah. that you don't even have to worry about your MS, that God's got you yeah. the whole time. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I wouldn't try running. You know, just in general, just that's some strong faith. To know that, hey, God got me. I'm mm. going to go out here and just run this, and I've been preparing for this, and I'm not worried about nothing. Yeah, it is faith. I mean, you think about 
where you guys both journeys are, you know, very different. You guys grew up in different states, different parts of the country. You know, you guys are in different um, kind of stations of life, but you guys have both overcome. You guys have both walked through, you know, physical um, situations, mental uh, situations, and you guys have are both coming out of it or out of it to a certain degree now. How do you feel like your testimony can help somebody else? How would you encourage somebody else uh, in the faith? Um, because, it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, like God plays a big part in your guys' recovery, you know, or your faith does. And how does it, how does it play a part you know, for you, Gerald? How does it play a part, your, your love for God or your faith in God? How does it play a part of your, your recovery or your health? Because everything I do, I depend on him now. It wasn't me that got me through it. Yeah. It wasn't the counseling I received. It wasn't anything. It all started with him. Mm -hmm. No matter what was said, what was done, it you have to be open to receive. Right. You know, God in your life. You have to be open to hearing his word. Right. You know, you can't harden your heart. You can't close your mind to to hearing God's voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they want to sit in that hole and be like, oh, woe is me. Woe is me. Mm. But, you know, you can't sit there like that. You know, we all are going to go through hard times at right. some point in our life. Yeah. It's a guarantee. Longer you live, you're going to have something that happens. Yeah. You know, we can't avoid it. We can't escape it. Mm -hmm. Some point in time, whether you lose a job, you lose a loved one, you get injured, you know, something is going to happen. Yeah. You know, but the sin isn't in falling. Yeah. The sin isn't in something happening. The sin is 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 laying in it. Mm -hmm. You know, the sin is wallowing in it. Yeah. You know, keep you yeah, have to get up. It. Yeah. You know, it's it's a um Donnie McClurkin song that say we fall down mm. but we get up. Yeah. You know, at some point in time mm -hmm. you have to get up. You know, you can't sit there and just roll over and roll over in it because at some point in time that gets old. It does. You know. Things happen to us in life, but you can't you can't become a a, a victim in it your whole life and stuff. I mean, like, like you, you said, I, I'm glad you brought that point up because it it, it really is like you said not so much a victim, but people have that victim mentality. Yeah. Like, it was done to me, why me? And I think that's that's part of the process. You know, people yeah. go through the questioning, the fear, the doubt, the anger, and all that, and I think you hit it on the head where you say like you can't stay there for forever. Yep. I mean, there's a time where you got to go through it. The people in the Bible, like David and Peter and Paul and those guys, they've, they've argued with God, you know, why, why, or, you know, I'm doing this even though I don't like it. It's like, it's easy. It could be easy to stay in that area of mm -hmm. feeling like a victim, you know? Yeah, just don't keep rehearsing and yeah. nursing the hurt, you know. Man, you you got these quotables, quit nursing and rehearsing the yeah. hurt. I yeah. mean, some people, that's what they do. Right. They just keep nursing it and rehearsing it. Yeah. You know, even the prodigal son in the Bible, right. he, said, he said, the Bible said he came to himself. Right. He, you know, it started in the mind, you know. What do you think? He came to himself. Yeah. And he realized, like, hey. I can get up from here. Right. You know, at some point in time, you have to realize, hey, I can get up from this. I can, I can move on from this. You can get up. 
We can all get up. We've all gotten up. You know, the Bible says uh, we may fall down, but we got to get back up. Yeah. Like I look at in Billy's case. Yeah, I've had six surgeries, but I don't look at it. Anything that I have or going through that's worse than what what he's dealing with. Right. When you start comparing, it becomes (laughs) futile to me. When you start comparing my worst day to your worst day, my injury or my situation. It's a matter of, like you were saying, the journey we are on, you know, so... You've come through it. What about you, Billy? Like, how have you come through it in the idea of, because you've started coming back to church, you, you serve in setting things up. I mean, we're not perfect, but how has faith or how has God been a part of your road to recovery or your ability to not stay in that place anymore? It's been a big, big impact in my life. Mm. Just knowing that he's, He's there mm. to help and yeah, to get me through this those tough the tough times and just. I've seen you post stuff on your Instagram, you know, watching worship, yeah. watching, you know, <clears throat> Stephen Furtick and watching different pastors, and you post things because what does it do? I mean, why are you posting stuff like that? Like at that moment, what what what's going on with you when you are posting stuff that this. inspires you? Just like the, just like what I seen and mm. just yeah, what I felt in that moment. I mean, our faith and, and our ability to, to know, like you said, God's with us all the time and that he never leaves us. It, it is, the, the Bible says that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, you know. And if you were to see a picture of Billy a year ago, maybe two years ago, yeah, maybe two years ago, I mean... Totally long different. <laughs> he was hair. heavier. Yeah, he was right? about yeah, he was heavier. Maybe your countenance would have been a little bit different, you know, not as confident maybe. Right. Um, I'm sure if I saw pictures of you back in the day where you were in your stuff, you know, it's... it's a, yeah, I was sad looking at Yeah. It was sick. I mean, physically, you could tell a difference, yeah? yeah? And when the Bible says we transform by the renewing of our mind, it's it's so ironic because Billy talks about the mind not being there. But I mean, at the same time, the Lord's preserving your mind enough to still participate, still right. know how to dissect running and how to take care of your body and how to, you know, you may not think you're a good conversationalist, but like Gerald was saying, you just got to get out and do stuff. And yeah. even if, you know, if you're around the right people, mm. um, they understand. Everybody encourages each other. Yeah. And yeah. in our own minds, we're kind of like, probably our worst critic i'm the same way too in my own mind i'm the worst critic you know yeah. when everybody else is talking praise about me or saying this about me in my mind i'm like nah i don't feel that way you know and i think that's the battle of the mind you know what has running taught you man to because this morning dude this morning this guy he's supposed to be here early and we thought we was gonna but he goes yesterday he tells me um i'm gonna run 20 miles tomorrow i'm <laughs> thinking it's not the marathon yet, bro. The marathon's in December. But he's training. Um, running 20. So he ran 20 miles this morning, and he's here doing this podcast. So give it up for that dude right there, man. That's it. Give it up for that dude, man. He's, like, running 20 miles, and he's out here. Um, but when you think about it, mentally, how have you gotten stronger, you think? How have you gotten stronger through running or or you know, exercising, eating right? Um, 
you feel like you got more confident? I mean, you ran a marathon, dude. Like, no one in our family has ever run a marathon. Like except to me, for you. I, it's no big deal. I don't know. It's, I just humble. I just too humble, I guess. Well, that's fine. That's fine. But me and Gerald here, right. I ain't running for two. Dude, hold on, hold on. <laughs> dude, twenty-six miles is no joke. I mean, really? thousands of people do it for sure. But when I think about your dedication to it, I think it just the ability to decide to do something and commit to it. That's strong. You know what I mean? It's a strong mind. That's good that you're humble because, you know, I would hate to see you wearing your medal everywhere you go and saying, look at me, bro. I won. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't blame him if he did. <laughs> I'm serious. I wouldn't blame him right, if he right, did. Right. right. But, I mean, you got to know you're mentally strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to run that amount. I see you post on Instagram and post on your stories, like, your route. I'm like, dude, this guy is running in the hot sun. And even when I see you on the road, I'm beeping my horn. I'm like, dude, this guy is, you know, doing his thing. So, more power to you. Um. You feel, I mean, you're a place right now, you feel like mentally, spiritually, everything, you're, you're, you're in a good place. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm in a good place, but I feel like there's so much more. Mm. I have so much farther yeah. to go. As know. we all, for sure. That's a, a good insight, yeah. And I think if, you know, if we could transition from this topic, because basically, you know, you guys both have gone through stuff, you guys both have dealt with stuff, and you guys have both come out, you know, from different means and different avenues and and we see ourselves differently you know like you said there's a lot to be done humility is a big key i'm glad you said that humility is huge when we all go through stuff and we come out of it there's celebration for sure yeah but there's also that strength that comes through being humble and not thinking yourself better than anybody else or you know at some point you gotta receive the praise that like people give to you and then the healthiness of saying you know what it is what it is, you know. Um, you're going to run this year, aren't you? Yes, I am. So what are you looking forward to this year? Um, beating my last year's time. Yeah. yeah. What was your last year's time? It was 6.04. Okay. So you're looking to beat it by how much or how many minutes? Probably um, half an hour. Ooh, that's, that's a that's, hey. You can do it, man. Do my it, goal. It's do my it. goal. Awesome. So five and a half hours you want to run yeah. it in. Okay. Well, we'll see when we... When we we're going to be there again, cheering this bro- uh, our right. brother on. We're going to be there at the finish line again, um, doing that, you know, seeing these guys run the marathon. So your training's been going good? Yeah. Yeah. Good so far. Okay. And like you said, you, you had plantar fasciitis for how many months? 13 weeks. Okay. So three months, roughly. Yeah. And then you're, after that healing, dude, that is awesome. And now you're back running and, um, yeah, training. Um, anybody... Or anybody who's listening to the podcast, anybody you want to thank or anybody you want to, um, you know, maybe at the run club or maybe, you know, I don't know. Anybody you want to give props to that helped you throughout the, the process? Our Lord and Savior. Amen, bro. That's it. Amen. Amen. One. That is. How about you, Gerald? What you got going on? Anything? Nah, just same old, same old. Yeah. You know, we're here cleaning. That's the way I clear my mind because I used to be a runner but mm. nah I, I just run to the refrigerator and bank. <laughs> that's, that's about it so yeah I'm here to clean so you know that's it but you know what that's in your in, in dude I think this podcast thing this whole you know, thing that we got going on people I, I think your stories and the way you present stuff I think it's a this is a good place for you to be and, and how people 
you know, receive just the way you communicate. So um, I think all of us can agree that, you know, we're not, God's not done with us yet. We got a lot of life left ahead of us and however we can do to serve the Lord, you know, so be it. This whole podcast that we kind of centered around and you guys are watching on YouTube and it's a little bit, you know, it's a, I think it, hopefully it was focused for you guys. It really is about transformation. It really is about transforming your mind, but also allowing your mind and the mind that God has given you to, to, to be transformed, to be metamorphosized, to go from one thing to something else, you know, to go from something that was old to something new or something that was dead, something to alive, you know, transformation is not just reading a bunch of self-help books or thinking positively. It really is the power of God and our obedience to that, 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 um, I guess the instructions that God gives us. Yeah. And so speaking of transformation, um, you know, we're going to transition a bit from what we've been talking about, but I want to thank Billy and, and, um, and uh, Gerald for sharing her story. You know, I pray that it, it really inspired you guys. And if you guys have any, have any questions, leave some comments below, um, email us at myfreedomchurch.org or sorry, info at myfreedomchurch.org if you have any questions about um, running or, you know, um, cleaning <laughs> or anything. You know, I'm, seriously, if you have any questions about like how to get through uh, depression or how to get through anything, you went, maybe you've gone through a surgery or some kind of injury or maybe you're dealing with a disease right now that you just need prayer for, um, just send us a prayer request on info at myfreedomchurch.org and we'd love to pray for you, right guys? Oh, yeah. Um, and Gerald, thank you for sharing your story. Uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Amen. Here today. Billy, thank you for coming in. I know you ran 20 miles. You're about to go watch some UFC and enjoy your, your rest. But thank you for coming in. You enjoyed yourself? Wasn't yeah. that bad, right? You're welcome, yeah. Okay, wasn't Sorry. that bad? Go watch yourself on YouTube and, and, and our, our podcast. Again, my name is Junior. It's Gerald. It's Billy. Freedom Podcast. See you later. See you guys again. And until we meet again, aloha. We'll see you later. Remember, God loves you. If you need any prayer or anything, info at myfreemtracks.org. Aloha. Aloha. Shout out to Cody down in Missouri. Shout out to Cody. Hopefully he's listening to the end. Hopefully he's listening to the end. Good around, good around.